Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, guys. Welcome to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. This is Rob Pitts. Hot Rod! What's happening, dude? Richard! And Richard? he's not here. Where'd you... Richard... That's right. He, he went to Santa Cruz, California. I'm telling you, you got to. I think he went to what was the name of that town? That weird one. I don't know. Uh, Someone. How about uh, Punch to the Face, Indiana, or something? Whatever it was called. <laughs> it's, it's like Point and Click, Texas, or something. Yeah, exactly. Point yeah. and Shoot, or something. I don't point know. and Shoot. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Send us a postcard, Richard. You Where, know. Where's Richard at though? It's well, like an empty chair over there. It's, it's kind of sad. There's like just some headphones laying there. No, there's not even any headphones. It's just yeah, he's just gone. Just gone. Bye, uh, Richard. So we got to do this show alone like Old these school. two. Alone with each other. That's going to be boring. Yeah. But anyway, guys. <laughs> so what have you been up to this week, Hot Rod? Me? Yeah. Uh, losing weight. Losing weight. That's a good thing. Yeah. That's a good thing. I think I broke the old interwebs with a picture earlier. That's right. That's right. Hot Rod produced a progress pick on his weight loss and... He's got everybody jumping on yeah. board. He's going to turn into a little Richard Simmons. <laughs> no, I wouldn't go that far, though. No. I'm ready for you to start wearing like a headband. I so, got one out of the car. That's scary. <laughs> that's really scary. No, um, man, I tell you what, I've just been working. It's just, just been working. It's crazy. You do that, and like the, the weight just. Well, I mean. And watching what you eat. Yeah, oh, yeah. Meal private. Oh, meal private and all that. But uh, no, I, like past that, I've just been working a lot. I that's mean, what I'm saying. There's been no shortage of cars to wrap. No, I've been pretty busy myself. Yeah, how's the diesel truck business going? The diesel truck business is wide open. That's wide that's a good open. thing. Actually, looking looking forward to forward to the weekend off and just kind of chilling out a little bit and all that good stuff. Oh yeah. So, hope everyone had a great Fourth of July. That's right. Uh-oh. I know Fourth of July. Everybody still got all their fingers and toes. <laughs> that's a good. That's always a good sign. You know that it, it's. Uh, it's I always I always stop and you know thank the good Lord every time I survive the fourth with all my digits left. Well, I love being able to count to twenty. Well, see, my big thing is <laughs> my big thing is is you know I grew up on the west side, so were those gunshots or was it fireworks? Oh, you just don't know. Yeah, you know. You just don't know. I mean, you get gunshots 364 days a year, <laughs> and that one day a year, it could be fireworks. It's, it's questionable. I mean. You know, I knew I was in good company. I went to your shop one time. This has been a while back, and I think you're going to know what I was talking about. And I turned down the road that leads to the road your shop's on, and there's a trailer there, a mobile home, and there was the homicide unit parked out in front of it. Oh, yeah, That's cool, guys. how I know I was in good place. The homicide unit. In my neck of the woods, it's kind of like the pizza uh, man. It's kind of like the ice cream truck. Yeah, it goes through every day. You know, right. It's no big deal. You okay. know? Matter of fact, I'm pretty sure he just kind of hangs out to save time. You yeah, know? I mean, you might as well just be there, right? I mean, like, oh, man, I'm just two streets over. I'll be back. That man, he orders his yellow tape by the case. I promise you. <laughs> Weekly. <laughs> <laughs> 
So we have a busy weekend ahead of us too. That's like right. next weekend. That's right. We got back to basics coming yes, up at the Anderson do. Motor Speedway, guys. Dude, That's do right. you know how excited I am about that? It's going to be a cool show. Back to basics is always a fun car meet, and this is a true to form car meet. This <clears> isn't a car show. This isn't a cruise in for the doo whoppers. I mean, you guys can come out too, but no, this, this is a fun time. This is a great time, and and now that's at Anderson Motor Speedway, they got burnout competition burnouts yes um they got all kinds of stuff of course car limbo's coming back I and mean, car limbo's the best if you haven't seen car limbo you've missed out I, I don't care who you are of course we play a little different genre of music we have a lot of fun I, I would i would dare to say and i've told philip and mario this before i would dare to say this is probably one of the funnest shows we get to do definitely Just, definitely right up there in the top I it's mean, a lot of fun it's kind of laid back Got a little bit of club atmosphere. Got the lights going on the trailer, all that good stuff. Have a lot of fun with it. Definitely one you want to catch, especially any of you guys in the import scene. It is definitely the place to be. Oh, absolutely. But it's open to more than just imports. Obviously, I mean, me and you, we bring our old cars out there all the time. Oh, yeah. And there's plenty of others. And then, of course, you know, Josh and Burrell are always bringing out the mini truck or whatever. And there's plenty of other people bringing out mini trucks and bag stuff. And Speaking I, of mini trucks and bag <clears throat> stuff. Oh, yeah. I got a mini truck in my garage right now. Yeah. My neighbors are like worried <laughs> they ought to be they, they ought to be they're like i'm gonna tell you um, what the, uh, Rob, are you on drugs the the long black dicky shorts and well you already got the shop shirts going i got the, the shop shirts the dicky shorts All are I soon to come the shorts and you know what i mean next <laughs> thing you know i'm wearing like a 59 50 flat bill do you got some uh vans lying around in the actually i do which is scary you need to break out the vans now i'm telling you what slick well, the hair on back and st- stop you know go on past the spikes and just slick it on back see it was so funny because like we were you know in atlanta for caffeine and octane oh and, yeah, and, yeah i didn't get to go to that you didn't tell me about uh, that caffeine and octane was a blast you know caffeine and octane bruce pikey puts on a Heck of an event. And, oh, you know, yeah. We talk about it all the time, but Kevin Octane, if you ever get the opportunity to go, they have it the first Sunday of the month at Perimeter Mall in Atlanta. It starts 7 a.m., goes to about 11. It is one of the best car events you can and, go and to. And then, of course, you just eat lunch at the Cheesecake Factory. That's right. We actually ate, there's a little burger joint that just opened up there, and it was really good, too. But, but the cars are out of this world. There was a 55 Chevrolet there that was just beautiful. It's a work of art. Well, and I hate that I didn't get to go this past weekend, but I had prior engagements. But I missed out on something old Odd Rod here would love, and that was the Hot Wheels display. That's right. The old, what's the, what they call it? The that? Twin the, Mill. The Twin Mill was there. If I'm not mistaken, I haven't well, researched this, but I'm, I think Chip Foose helped with the build of that. It was either Chip or Boyd. It was someone very famous like that. Um, someone put their hands on that build, but I say a lot of people put their hands oh, on. Oh, yeah, there's, there's a lot of man hours in that a car. Lot of, a lot of things going on with that thing. That was kind of cool, and they were giving out Hot Wheels cars to the kids and all that stuff. But you know, there was just so many just awesome cars there in general. Well, I mean, just different cars, is, man. There always is. I mean, you know, you got 2,500 cars any given Sunday there, and. I'll be honest with you, you know, we joke around all the time in the car show world, you got filler cars. You know, and there's nothing wrong with them. It's just the same cars you see over and over again. Kevin Octane, 90% of them are the real deal stuff. I mean, it's, oh, yeah. it's, it's wonderful. And you always see different stuff. Every month you go, you see different cars. They're like the Twin Mill, or you see... 
Well, they always 80s, they always got something special going or on. Or like too. from Christmas Vacation, Eddie's RV comes rolling yeah, up. Their Clark is an RV. Yes, I mean there's so many cool cars there, and of course you got the Lamborghinis and the Ferraris and the Porsches and all the other exotics, and uh, and then you got the hot rods, and of course you got the late model muscle, the Challengers, the Mustangs, the Chargers. You know, Atlanta Mobar Club is huge there. I mean, there's probably 300 of the best Challengers in the Southeast show up. You got the Volkswagen clubs and things like uh, that. Vol- <laughs> I remember the one of the first times me and you were down there with the Volkswagens were having. A takeover, and there was like 200 bugs. It yeah. was amazing. I mean, when's the last time you've seen that many bugs in one spot? Oh, absolutely. Which George is hot ground for bugs. That's what um, I'm saying. But it, it was just awesome to see that man gathered together. And people come from all over to go to this. Last what? time I seen that many bugs, we were at the Scottish Inns in Commerce. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> that was a good one. And true. <laughs> and, and true. It's was, so true. That was a good one. <laughs> but also in Georgia. <laughs> you, know, you, know, you know it's bad when, when your hotel key is hooked to attach to a can of bug spray. <laughs> oh, but uh, brought to you by the Scottishians. <laughs> oh, Lord. I'm glad they'll well, never... Well, they leave a lot on because it scares the roaches off. <laughs> I'm glad they'll never be sponsoring the show. But, <laughs> but, but, but Caviar and Octane is a lot of fun. A lot of great cars. But, you know, people come from all over to that show, too. Well, For, me, what, a four-hour event? How, how long we got in this segment? Oh, man, we got a minute. A minute? Two minutes. Uh, I got a good one for you. I got a good one for you. I want to throw in here right quick. So, I actually went to Alabama to see my buddy and picked up this awesome bicycle. A bicycle. A bicycle. Are you trying to tell me something or is this for you? No, no. It's not <laughs> for you. It's for me. And okay. I ain't like I'm going to be paying because it's going in the back of my mini truck. Uh-oh. But this is so cool. It's an 87 Mongoose. De- it's a Mongoose Decade. Well, that's cool. A Mongoose, for one, is awesome if you yeah, know anything about bicycles. Yeah, but this isn't like, like a Walmart Mongoose. This is like the real deal. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. I've, I actually did. Like your own. parents loved you if they bought you one of these. <laughs> I actually owned one when I was younger. Yeah, I didn't. So <laughs> Your parents did well. But. They got you a Firebird. Yeah, exactly. Trans Am. Trans Am thing. But. No, not even close. But, I mean, this thing is so cool. So, you know, we come rolling into the hotel kind of late. So we pull up to the Hilton in Atlanta. No cockroaches. And I'm standing there at 1230 at night at the check-in desk. So this guy's looking up my room. You know, Josh Brill there. Next thing you know, like you feel somebody standing behind you, like, looking at you. And I felt it. And you know what? We're going to have to wait to see what they want after this commercial break. Oh, man. Guys, stay tuned. we got a lot more Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Right here on 106.3 W.O. All right, guys. Welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Hot Rods. What's happening, dude? Well, you know, before we cut that commercial break, and you cut my story short. I I didn't. I didn't. Paid paid listeners and sponsors. Advertisers. Them, too. Last I checked, we don't charge the listeners. Although mm. you could be on to something, mm. Mm. Our, uh, our listening rate might drop. <laughs> so, 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 so to back up a little bit, here we are. You know, I got into Atlanta late. You know, mm. I, was, I, was, I was meeting my buddy, and we picked this bike up, and we got to shooting the bull with him. Next thing you know, it's twelve thirty night. I'm at the Hilton in downtown Atlanta. ATL. That's where we roll. Of course, you know, keep in mind at twelve thirty night at the Hilton in downtown Atlanta is like twelve thirty p.m. or a.m. Or PM at the Hilton here in yeah, Greenville. Yeah. I mean, it's a full house. Yeah, it's hopping. People walking around, all that stuff on a Friday night. Well, going into Saturday morning now, or Sunday morning now, Saturday night. And uh, so I'm standing there in line, and I felt like somebody was watching me, like they were looking through me. I could feel it. Well, next thing you know, I get a tap on my shoulder. Hey, dude, I love your videos, man. Will you take a picture <laughs> with me and my wife? 
at 12.30 at night. Sure, why not? In the morning, in Atlanta, in the lobby of the Hilton. So, what do I do? I take pictures with him and his wife. Absolutely. That's what you do. I mean, like, doing the point, drop my glasses down, you know, because sun sun never sets on a badass. You know, just like... Absolutely. I had had some guy... uh, (laughs) It had to be from VinWiki. Thank you, Ed, for this popularity. That's some guy add me on Instagram. So of course, if you follow me on Instagram, I'm gonna turn around and follow you. I just I return the follow. <laughs> and uh, he said, in honor of me following him, he posted a picture of his nine C one. Oh my goodness! <laughs> you have B body buddies. Oh bad, but you know what? I like it. I like it. There's nothing. I mean, well, no, there's lots of things wrong with it. But oh, you know no. what? It's it's all the good. B body community is strong. I welcome another member. <laughs> Come on over to the dark side. Come on over to Misfit Island. <laughs> we have lots of odd things. You're not different here. No, you're you're one and the same. But uh <laughs> Oh you, We like our wagons. You were like the kids that sat at the weird table. Odd Rod's looking at me like, What are you talking about? That's where all the cool people were. Yeah, this is, this is where we this is where we hung out. That's where we ate lunch. Yeah, I was like, What do you mean? But <laughs> So anyway, we get there and, you know, get about five hours of sleep as usual. Like, I, I think it's impossible for me to stay in Atlanta and get more than five hours of sleep. Uh, well, it's not it's not needed in Atlanta. Because when I mean, you're back up at the butt cracker dawn to go to Cafe and Octane and walk your butt off and looking at everything and all the cool stuff there. Now that drive home? <laughs> oh, it's miserable. <laughs> it's That's terrible. the longest two-hour ride home ever. It is. I'd rather drive down the beach. Than- I drink four cups of coffee on the way home. <laughs> And had toothpicks jammed under my eyelids still. <laughs> stents, I was, oh, Lord. I want to tell you something. I thought I was going to die. <laughs> and probably everybody else in the truck did, too. But you know what I mean. Yeah, you sleepy driving is a scary thing. I mean, me, me awake driving scary enough, but yeah. you know what I'm saying. But anyway, so this week, Audrod, I had a good idea. All right, let's hear it. Where do all these cool cars that we all know and love, where do they get their name? Some guy named them. Sometimes, but different guys name. <laughs> I, I couldn't help myself. <laughs> but I mean, you know what I mean. I mean, you got to think of it. I'm like, how did it get its name? Like, what does it mean? And some of them are very interesting. So I got to do a little research. And there's a few of them I did know the story about. And I thought that'd be a good one to talk about this week. I'm down. Let's talk you know about what it. I mean? Let's start at the so, top. Was it was your first car? Let's start at the top. Well, I mean, you got to think about. It. All right, how about the Chevrolet Corvette? What's a big name with the Chevrolet Corvette? To you. Uh, we mean uh, like a name, like like Zora Arcus Duntoff. Well, that's the only one I know involved right. with the Corvette. Right. Well, well, he, you know, he's they call him the father of the Corvette, but he didn't come in to right there at the second generation. Mm-hmm. So when the Corvette came out in 1953, when they were developing the car in the early 50s, um, a guy by the name of Myron Scott is a big name for the Corvette. He's the guy that actually gave the Corvette his name, and this is something kind of interesting. Myron. Because the Corvette was a little sports car. Right. He named it after a little warship that was made to maneuver around, like, you know, quickly. So I'm guessing the USS Corvette? No, it's just a Corvette. It's what they call it. The oh, style no, of the ship. Oh, the style of ship, actually. And so they called the car the Corvette, and it stuck. Very interesting. Very, very interesting. And uh, I got a little more Corvette trivia for you. All right, what you got? All right. So, where was the first birthplace of the Corvette? Now, everybody knows they were made Bowling Green. Right. They're now. Right. 
but where did it start? You know, as a person who has visited Bowling Green and visited the Corvette Museum, I feel ashamed for not knowing this. You don't know it? I do not know this one. You don't know it? It actually started in Flint, Michigan, then moved to St. Louis, Missouri, and in 1981 is when they started making vets in Bowling Green. You know why they left Flint, right? Why? Bad coolant. Bad coolant? Yeah, the water. Mm, possible. <laughs> I was thinking climate. Well, yeah. I mean, you don't want to take out your, like, because pretty much all the Corvettes back then were convertibles, weren't they? Mm, There's very few. Hard- actually, the, all of them, well, I mean, There's you got very the few. 60s. Yeah. That's when they went to St. Louis. Yeah, but. See, well, see, you don't want to just drive your Corvette, you know, your convertible Corvette out in the snow in all of Michigan. Well, I mean, they didn't. They got made there. It wasn't necessarily driven there, you know. I'm sure mm-hmm. someone drove one. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm sure somebody <laughs> did. <laughs> Somebody you can't kept, drive that here. Someone kept the company going. Somebody. But uh, it's probably one, one of the few cars that wouldn't rust away. <laughs> but uh, yeah. anyway, so I thought that was really kind of cool. You know, That's I mean, cool. I did not like, know that. I mean, yeah, I mean you know, everybody thinks Corvette. You think Zorakis, Duntoff. You think of all these names. And, and I mean, there's so many interesting ones. Like, I, I mean, and we'll stay in the 50s here. How about the Ford Thunderbird? Another one I have no idea where this name come from. Really? Yeah, you're going to be schooling me a little bit tonight. Well, I tell you what. You just called me the bus driver because I won't take you to school. Uh, the bus driver was never smart in my, in my previous experiences. <laughs> just, yeah, you got a point. I'm just throwing that out there. I just bumped cigarettes off my bus driver. You know? <laughs> I had the cool bus driver. But. That's what you hope for. Yeah, you know. So, and if not, he stopped me by the Seven <laughs> Eleven. You know you're cool when you get off the school bus and go buy a pack of cigarettes and get back on the school bus and leave. That kid's going places. Where'd you go to school at? <laughs> I don't care to say at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> but, so the Ford Thunderbird. In 1954, Ford considered 5,000 names. 5,000 names? 5,000. I mean, that's a lot of names. That's a lot of, of sorting. Of course, there again. How about all these, how these girls picking out baby names? I know easily they come up with 5,000 different names. You see them baby books? I wonder if I got a car book in mm. Detroit. New they car names. New car names. That's, that's hilarious. I mean, so, I mean, they didn't have a book. So, I mean, like, they had everybody in the company just kind of like, putting in their input because they're the only ones that get that got to see these cars yeah and it was so cool because the thunderbird the way the guy got paid is even more interesting than the name <laughs> because when you hear the fourth thunderbird the first thing that pops in my mind is the is the plane the yeah thunderbird. Uh, yeah but it's not it's not really? named from that that's right well i would like to know what it's named after i tell you what everybody else is going to know either but you're gonna have to wait we got a little commercial break right here, guys. Stay tuned. We got a lot more Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Right here on 106.3 WOR. All right, guys. Welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Hot Rods. What's happening, dude? I'll tell you what's happening. We're talking car names. We are week. talking car names. And, and how they got their names. And you left us off with the Thunder Tur- I'm sorry, the Thunderbird. The Thunderbird. I'm going to tell you something. <laughs> a man that drives a Delta 88. <laughs> and you're over here talking about Thunderbirds now. Hey, don't hate on the 88. <laughs> I just made that up. Oh. Uh, <laughs> That really? was organic. Yeah, that was something. <laughs> that was right. organic. Yeah, yeah. just uh, or yeah. to steal one from you, you know you want to get your feel in an Oldsmobile. Get your feel in an Oldsmobile. You're gonna be copping many fields in that Oldsmobile. I promise you. Easy. Yeah. All right. Easy. Yeah. Odds Moving are. Moving on. Odds are they're going to be if they're in there. But anyway. 
Man, it's just like I can't stop. It's just like they keep on rolling and rolling. Oh, my God. That was a good one, though. That was that was a classic. That, that was, was, cl- it was That, that one will probably get an email. Thank yeah. you. You know yeah. what? You said it, not me. Hey, it's whatever. <laughs> so, the four Thunderbird, 1954, four considered 5,000 names for the Thunderbird. That's a lot of names. That's a lot of names. You know what? But when it's broke down on the side of the road, you'd have all the time in the world to think about what to name the thing. Yeah, really. A lot of, <laughs> lot of four-letter words to call it. But, so they were looking for a cool name for their little two-door, two-door convertible. You know, they were looking for like all these names and all this stuff. Well, a young stylist with Ford named Alden Giberson. Giberson. And a name like that, you have to be able to pick out a good one. I'm telling you. He won a $95 suit from Saks Fifth Avenue. Now, keep in mind, that was a pretty high-dollar suit in 1954. $95. That was some nice duds. But for choosing, he actually suggested this name to him, the Thunderbird. And it stuck. I mean, and just like a $95 suit. That's what that man got for that. <laughs> that's, that's But all awesome. the time I thought it was named after, you know, the, the, the planes. This guy just thought it sounded cool. Fair enough, right? That's what I'm screaming. I mean, yeah, it's pretty cool. That's how, that's but now, now the Native American stuff that got tied into it there, that was an afterthought, too, like the turquoise on the front of the bird. Right, you know, like, right. You know, like the totem pole stuff and all that stuff. But, but the name Thunderbird actually came from Mr. Giberson. I thought that was neat. I tell you what, I got another really good one for you. What you got? Carol Shelby. Oh, yeah, Mr. Shelby himself. Yeah, I ain't talking about how he got his name. I think his mom had something to do with that. Maybe his dad. Maybe his dad, too. Maybe his dad. You know, he's the world's fastest chicken farmer. <laughs> you know, Carol Shelby was with working with Ford in 1965 with the Mustang. All right. And we all know how the Mustang got his name. I mean, that's, yeah. you know, everybody knows that. But he was trying to think of a cool name. And if you don't, P51. Google yeah. it. <laughs> well, he was trying to think of his name, trying to think of a cool name for his Mustang. Right. You know, his hopped up version of the Mustang. Right. And he was sitting in his office and his apprentice was there and he was aggravated because they're trying to come up with a name and they're brainstorming and they're bouncing ideas and nothing's really going anywhere. Well, where Shelby's office was, there was a neighboring, neighboring building and his apprentice got on his nerves so bad, he said, I'll tell you what I want you to do. I want you to go outside, and I want you to count how many steps it is between my building and the building next door. I want you to report back to me. He said it was 350, hence the GT350 was born. Really? Yes. That's how dumb that name was invented. Really? Now, this is the coolest. This is the now, next Can I pause one. you? Because I, I was sitting here having a thought, and I hate to interrupt you, but I was sitting here having a thought because that's a good one. But while we were talking about the Mustang, everyone knows it's named after the P-51 plane. Right. Yet they hold tight, and they always have since day one, to the horse, the Mustang horse. Well, I mean, it's... You know, I guess it's an easy tie-in too. I mean, there's several tie-ins. Yeah, it is a little hard to put an airplane. Well, in what do you think? What do you think the airplane's probably named after? You know? I mean, oh yeah, I mean, yeah, it all reverts back to. But still, I, I just thought that was kind of interesting that even though it is named after a plane, without a doubt, they hold so strongly to the horse. It's very true. I, th- I just that was an interesting thought I had. All right, carry on. Sorry. So, <laughs> so but anyway, the GT three fifty. Yeah, the GT three fifty was three hundred fifty paces. So I'm glad. It, it wasn't like the GT three forty nine. You imagine? It's the GT two seventy three. Right. Well, so now it come time, you know, for the bigger Mustangs, we had the GT five hundreds. Do you know why he called them a GT five hundred? I am dying to know now. All right. 
Well, by the time these cars were coming out, they were coming out, Chrysler and Chevrolet and GM were coming out with all their big block engines, the 455s and the corporation cars, the 454s and the Chevrolets, 440s, <laughs> 426s and the Chrysler's. You know what? Well, the Ford motors were smaller. They were 427s, 428s, 429s, things like that. Mm-hmm. So he decided he didn't want to have a smaller number on the side of his car than what Ford or than what any other manufacturers used for their cubic inch displacements. So he decided to call it just a GT500. Yeah, that's bigger. Covers it. I mean, yeah, he's just like bigger. So, like, yeah, because like your biggest motors at the time, man. I don't even think Cadillac had, you know, the corporation stepped. They didn't have a five hundred then. They didn't have nothing. So, yeah, your biggest motor, what four twenty nine Cobra Jet? Oh yeah, four fifty fours, four fifty five. Oh yeah, well yeah, three ninety sixes. I mean, you had all kinds of four twenty six Hemi's, four forties. I mean, there's all kinds of things. Yeah, but uh, yeah, the four well, the four forty would probably be four fifty five Buick. Probably the biggest at the time. But, but anyway, long story short, I mean, that was just kind of cool. I mean, Carol Shelby's like, I mean, it was the guy counting the paces. Now, I'm sure there was a little more to that than that. I'm sure that story kind of got probably jazzed up over the years. But apparently, he was just mad and told him to take a walk and count your steps. And he did it. That's but, pretty good. But, I mean, it's kind of cool. I mean, this guy's like a nameless guy. You know what I'm saying? That's Carol Shelby's apprentice. I'm telling you. It's just, you know, he's that guy. So... I got another one for you. He didn't even get a $95 suit. He didn't even get a suit. He's got some exercise. He got his cardio in. He got his cardio in that day. All right. Where do you think the Jeep got its name from? I feel like I should know this. And I feel like I should know this. You know, we did a whole show on Jeeps. Yeah, we did a whole show on Jeeps, and I feel like that was was brought up. So that's what's wrong. You don't retain this knowledge. Oh, that was like my whole school career. Like, I'd learn it, and I could master that test as long as we did it that day. Two weeks from now, Mm-mm, gone. Sorry. It's like every day you got to relearn it. Like honestly, I could go back and like redo old shows that we've done, and I wouldn't even really remember that we done them, and probably give you better information now. <laughs> I have just we want to try a science experiment one time. Things you don't admit on the air for oh. a thousand, Alex. Oh, are we? Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, people actually listen now. Oh, we actually oh, we got listeners. Yeah, I know. Oh, and awesome. it's more than just our moms. <laughs> yes, right. But, but where did the Jeep get its name? I do not know. Man, it's so awesome, dude. And it's so simple, though. But I, it's I feel so like, funny. Well, it's, I mean, it's a simple four-letter word. It's got to be simple. Yeah. Well, you know, the Jeep was originally, you know, of course, was for military use, right? And it was called a general-purpose vehicle, a GP. I think we can cover that. And it's just one of those dumb things. It's, it's a just, GP. It's yeah. a GP. It's a Jeep. Jeep. Yeah. And that's basically, basically, and it's stuck. And then finally, they just kind of spelled it out where it made sense. And <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The rest is history. Now, quick Jeep trivia. Quickly think in your head how many manufacturers produce the Jeep? Oof. Several, several, several. I don't know right off the top of my head how many. How many? Uh, I couldn't tell you that, but you had Willys, AMC. Ford, uh, Ford, um, Dodge, obviously. Yeah. Uh, and I want to say there was an, there was two others in there where they were pitching the whole Jeep concept to the military. Something like that. There were several people or involved. Or one other. But yeah, it was either four or five manufacturers in total that have built the Jeep over the time. Really? Yeah. And well, now that Dodge has like done, uh, done split up and everything so many times that 
it's probably a couple different technically manufacturers there because what for Dodge? Well, Dodge never built it. It was Daimler Chrysler, but Daimler Chrysler has split up now. Oh yeah. So well, in all technicality, there's probably like six or seven manufacturers that have built the Jeep. Oh yeah, it's insane over the years. Yeah. Well, I got another good one for you. How about the Fair Lady Z? I guess she was pretty. Well, actually, the president of Nissan back in the 60s, and I'm not even going to attempt to butcher his name and say it. No, I wouldn't either. He's seen a Broadway show in the U.S. called My Fair Lady. Uh Aha. And he was so taken with that and the beauty of the actress and the story itself they decided to name the most beautiful car he's ever made, which was the Z car, after her. <laughs> and a darn good one. Well, over there in Japan, they were called Fair Ladies. Yep. But over here, they weren't. No. Do you know why not? Probably copyright issues. No. Really? Had nothing to do with it. This is the reason why. Because he said that he didn't think the American sports car market would want to buy a car with such a feminine name. Um, and maybe at the time he could have been correct, but now that's a sought-after car as a fair lady. Right. Well, now it is. But I'm talking about back then, so they called it the 240Z. Mm-hmm. Because he felt like it wasn't masculine, masculine enough for the American public. And you know what? He At the time, he's probably dead on the accurate. I think he hit the nail on the head on it, really. I, I, really, I really do. I don't think... That car would have never took off. This was 1961. Yeah, I don't... When, when they came out over I, there. I really don't think in the 1960s, no man would have went and bought a Fair Lady. Probably not. I mean, you know, oh, what, what car are you looking at? Oh, the Fair Lady. I just that... It's just not a name for a sports car. Oh, absolutely not. But now it's a very sought-after one. I tell you, it is very sought after. Well, guys, I tell you what, we got a lot more about car names right here on Hot Rods and Happy Hour on 106.3. All right, guys, welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Hot Rod, what's happening, dude? Man, I'm doing good, doing good. We're talking car names and how your favorite cars got their names. Absolutely. So now I've got one for you that got its name by a screw up. Huh. <laughs> so All right. This is a good one. <laughs> All right. I'm interested. <laughs> yeah. So, like, AT&T had something to do with this car getting the name it did. Like AT&T as in the phone company. Exactly. Who is currently providing me service. Exactly. And me, too. Well, I ain't talking about that kind of phone service. I'm talking about on the wire. Well, yeah. So, all right. Now, this is an interesting one. In Japan, you had Mitsubishi Motors that right. made... The Mitsubishi Starion or the Chrysler Conquest. Right. Well, originally... Very cool car, by the way. Very, very cool cars. Very... They don't get the respect they deserve. Those were very cool cars. No, I mean, they're they're competing against your fair ladies, and the fair lady trumped that you yeah. know, category. Well, it did. And, and in a lot of ways, those cars kind of got overshadowed by other cars. Yeah. But very cool cars. I used to know a guy who, no kidding, had three conquests all of them very pristine very modded and they're red white and blue that's cool yeah the uh but the cars were really neat but you know so the chrysler conquest it seemed like you've seen a lot more of those in the starions right but the thing that was funny was mitsubishi didn't want to call it a starion <laughs> they were on the phone between japan and the u.s mitsubishi people and talking about the new stallion but they actually between 
you know, the phone lines and, you know, reception and, you know, you've got their, their dialect over there listening in. It sounded like they were going to call it the Starian. So the name just stuck. Well, they heard them call it back as the Starion, And then next thing you know, boom, it stuck. Then they also kind of came back with this thing. They could say it's like the Star of Orion. <laughs> but the actual, you know, and because and, and, even it mentions that, that, that that was kind of like a backup story if somebody ever asked. But it just stuck. They liked it better than the Stallion. And they also didn't want to get confused with the Mustang. So... They called it the Starion and just stuck. A total and, and, just mess up. And I think the Starion's a better name. I think it is a cool name. I well, mean, I mean, it's what we're used to hearing, so you couldn't imagine it being anything else. So, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's very crazy. Just a, a simple mess up in uh, in a conversation. Hmm. All right, I got one for you. The Toyota Corolla. The Corolla. What is a Corolla? I have no idea what a Corolla is. A Corolla is part of a flower. And that's about <laughs> what it is. Yeah, very interesting, very interesting. How about the Toyota Yaris? Again, another one I don't know. Yeah, it's a Greek goddess. Oh, very Yaris. interesting. Yeah. Actually, it's not spelt the way they spell it, but that's where it came from. Very interesting. It's a symbol of beauty and excellence. Everything a Yaris is not. <laughs> a Yaris is one notch above a Prius. Yeah, I think it's like a precursor to... I think it's kind of like a sidestep from a Prius. I don't even call it a notch. So I got interesting. You know, uh, while you're talking about Toyota, the Toyota Tercel. <laughs> we all know what a Tercel is. Yes, we do. Um, it is... This is a pretty literal name. It's pretty cool. It uh, is actually a Latin word. It derives from Latin uh, Latin word, and it means one-third because the car is smaller than a Corolla, so it's like a one-third. It's a compact car, so they called it the Tercel, which is like a horrible name. Well, it's like the Camry. Camry has always been the top sedan for Toyota, right. and it's actually, in Japanese, it means crown. Interesting. And it's the crown of their sedans. It's the king of their sedans. That's why they call it the camera. Very interesting. But also in in, in the whole uh, translation of it, it's actually even spelt differently also. But still, very interesting. Do you know they were making uh, the Camry since 1955 in Japan? I did not know that. That's insane. I would like to see a 1955. That's, I, I just read that. I didn't even know that was a thing. 60 years of Camrys. I did not know that. I, I want to see a 1955 Camry now. That's insane. That, uh, that is a pretty good one there. That's that's just beyond so, crazy. So what about other manufacturers like, uh, you know, like the Honda Accord and things like that? Tell us about the Honda Accord. Um, well, I, uh, well, I was going to ask you. I was hoping you knew, Mr. Smarty Pants. I'll stay away from Honda Accords. Um, no, I mean, it's, it's a very liberal uh, – liberal <laughs> – it's a very literal term, you know, uh, the old joke, you know, Jesus drove a Honda, him and the 12 disciples came in one accord. They came together like-minded, and that's actually where the name derived from is that meaning of being like-minded and just getting along and coming together. It's like The accord should have been like a microbus. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, a, it's very... Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, it needs to be a hippie van. Yeah, I mean, in, in, in terms of the name, yeah. 
Because it's like a community. We're all going to get together and ride in the cord. Oh, yeah. We're all rolling in one accord. We're all rolling in one accord. Yeah, I mean, it. it I, I can't say it definitely came from the Bible. I don't think it I did I don't think either. it did either. But it is awfully ironic that Jesus and the 12 disciples came in one accord. I it, don't think that. I don't but think that, that. that exact meaning that the Bible took is exactly how they mean it for Honda. So I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah, somewhat interesting, I guess. But, I mean, there, there's so many names. I mean, we've talked about this one before, but one of my favorites is how about the Camaro? Well, it was just another C car. It's just the C car. You had the Corvette. You had the Chevelle. I don't think you had the Chevette yet. <laughs> no, you had the Chevette, but you had the Corvair. <laughs> you had the Corvair. You had the C10. Mm-hmm. And we're sitting here looking at the Chevy Panther, code name. Exactly. And uh, what are we going to name it? We need another C name in the lineup. So they just grabbed one. How about Camaro? That sounds good. I would like to been there for that conversation of like we need another C name. We need, I wonder how. How many, about Chris? How about how about uh, Chevy Carry? How about that? How about a? Uh, That's insane though. How about it? It could have been a Caliber. Oof. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Could, there's so many bad Dodge things. Caliber was such a horrible. What vehicle. if they'd have named the Camaro the Chevette? They See, already had a Chevelle. They already had a Corvette. Yeah, they did. They did. It could have happened. It could have, but thank goodness it didn't. <laughs> they also had the Caprice, too. And they also had then. the Caprice back then. Yeah, you're mm-hmm. right. Um, that's, you know, flashback to the uh, Chevette, though. That is another interesting name. I don't know where that name derives from, but I have a theory. I actually Googled that. Did you? Because my theory Google was... Google and Wikipedia couldn't tell me nothing about the origins of the name. You know, that, was my, the t- that was the first global car GMA. Do you know it was the best-selling compact car for two years? The I, Chevette was? I did not know that. It's on the T platform. My only theory of where that name <laughs> derived was there was a wreck one day where a Corvette and a Chevelle got into a head-on collision. And There's, there's no way that's going to make a Chevette. Big old mangled pile of metal that just rolled into a ball, and then you got a little you Chevette. Got, you got pile right. <laughs> My mom actually owned a Chevette. My dad drag raced one. I but mean, Mom didn't drag race hers. Yeah. That, was a, that was like a third car in the family. But Mom had a little, uh, about the same color blue as your, uh, of your Malibu, you know, that blue that GM loved forever. Well, you know, light blue was a very popular color. But <laughs> I, my mom, and not to get off subject, my mom has probably owned about five cars that same exact color. Like, and most of them are just Caprices. My mom thinks pearl white. Really? She gets a car. She gets a new car. So she likes a like car to look car. dirty all the time. She loves pearl white. So that's her thing. <laughs> but you know, everybody's got their thing. I like black cars. You know, I do too. But like, we all know the cleanup on those. That's part of it. You know, you got to take a bath every day, you know. <laughs> Why not give your car one, too? Right. Um, but, yeah, I, I would like to know, and if anybody knows where the name Chevette come from, I would really like to know Definitely that Definitely drop us a line on that Because I'm still going with the Corvette-Chevelle battle. I don't think so. You don't think so? No. Just mush them together. Mush them together. I'll tell you what else mushes us together is these commercial breaks. Yeah, and it's a long one, so. All right, guys, Gotta stay tuned. It. We got a lot more Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Right here on 106.3 WO. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. 
Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.